0: Hey, and welcome back to the second part of the Gwen Shamblin saga. If you didn't listen to part one and the updates on this cultish church, go back one and you'll get to hear it. But hope you enjoy this and we'll see you next week. welcome back. We're your diet gurus. I'm Karen. I'm Bonnie. That's just a big lie. I know. This is part two to why you shouldn't follow anyone and definitely uh, get involved in diet culture. This is part two of Gwen Shamblin Laura and the Remnant Fellowship cult that she passed away in a plane crash in March and we or May or something. Yep, it was May but, 29th.
1: It wasn't that okay. long ago.
0: I know. It's crazy. So we're going to get into all that and the HBO special called The Way Down as we continue on, but thank you for listening. I want to tell you, Bonnie, like some of the nice things we've received. on social media. But right now, through... uh, Nope, not Thanksgiving. Through Halloween, we're doing something where people could win a Saints candle from Illuminidals because they have everyone from Lizzo and Dolly and sporty people on there. Sporty (laughs) people. You get to pick if you are chosen. And really, all you need to do is write a review and then sent it to us at deconversiontherapypodcast at gmail. But we got a few, and one was so nice. It said that this podcast has been one of their favorites since discovering it. They're enjoying the humor and otherwise traumatic stuff about religion, and we've been saying that the whole time where people— <clears throat> Where people really just need a community, and even need us to say things that they're thinking or wanting to say, but they're just
1: not at that place yet. Yeah, and to, been to make people think maybe they're not crazy is a nice byproduct, right?
0: Exactly. Of us talking, so we'd love you to review us. It really helps. You can find everything in the details right under the name of this actual podcast episode, and we'll point you in all the directions. Let's talk about Gwen. Let's talk more about uh, a terrible cult in Brentwood, Tennessee called The Remnant. Also, the woman was ahead of the Way Down Diet. Also, she died in a plane crash. We got that all covered. But I want to start out with A Self Magazine article I found about her, it was 2007, and the journalist decided to infiltrate. They went to some of the meetings, and they wanted to see what everything was about. They went to the church, all that, because Self is—they usually go over, like, different types of diets to tell you, is keto good? Let's measure it against Atkins— so this would have been, okay, this is a social construct one, so mm-hmm. I'm going to attend everything and see what I think.
1: Okay, so you said this was what year? 2007? 2007. Okay. So that is seven or so years after the church was formed. Okay, yeah. So, right. So the workshops were already rolling by totally right. Nineteen ninety-five. So this is this is full on. Okay.
0: Yeah, and this was at the time that people were actually moving to the area to be part of the church. Can you because imagine? I can, <laughs> can you imagine. I can, and I can. I think when you're listening to tapes. And I bet she is saying all her crapola about weight loss, but she—that's a lot of a lot of hours to just say only when you're hungry. So I bet she's filling it in with anecdotes and talking about, you know, oh, we had this great church gathering and we did this, and our community does dances, and you know, I bet that it makes it sound attractive enough for people to be like. I'm losing weight. I also really have a bit of a crush on that
1: church. <laughs> I Yeah, interesting. I think once we once we talk more about the church too, it'll become clear why people want to move there. Yeah. Because it's a built-in audience, not audience, yeah. it's built-in consumers of what you have to peddle. Right,
0: right. And you've got just everything it's a mega store, really. Yeah.
1: Do you do um, nails? Move to Tennessee. We've got a whole church here who needs their nails done.
0: Okay. Come on. Wear that one. So this woman, the journalist, goes and she meets all, you know, hundreds of people at the church and in lieu of an altar, there are TV cameras, you know, it's it's the usual mega church stuff. Everyone looks camera ready, everyone in the audience, none of the people who are in the congregation are overweight. It's like, you know, a bit of a a pretty utopia. And Brentwood, Tennessee is one of the richest areas in Tennessee. So they also at this time were doing a webcast, which in 2007, that's, you know, pretty, pretty good. This woman had been on Tyra Banks. She'd been, uh, Gwen had all Mm -hmm. these different places. And the journalist actually was saying, I was agreeing. Everyone's nodding in agreement to what Gwen says. and She says things like, if you're dieting or taking pills or counting fat grams and doing the exchange list, changing contents of food, then you believe the problem is the food. And I'm right. like, damn, very true. So yeah. she's, she's saying things that, of course, make total sense and make sense to someone who actually knows things about weight loss who's reporting on it. Now, the journalist says a phrase that I, if I hear this one more time, I can't stand this <laughs> phrase, but whatever. Oh, gosh. I consider myself more spiritual than religious. Okay. <laughs> everyone says that I get it. That's a lot of our listeners, that's a lot of everyone. It just is sort of a phrase that drives me crazy cuz I hear it so much. Not the Catholics. They'll tell you they're religious. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to hang out about with them beans. more. And beads <laughs> and confession. Uh, confession? Confection. Confectioner sugar. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. So the classes would be 8-week classes Through churches that are, you know, wherever you live. Uh, And people, even this woman started seeing results. Now you pay like $125 for the course. Then you might end up paying for more of the stuff because you're like, this really works. I need to be listening to it all the time. Right. But the name of the course was Exodus Out of Egypt the change series. Mm. So, she uses all the metaphors from mostly the Old Testament about how God delivered his chosen people out of slavery and bondage, brought them to the promised land. So, you start feeling so much a part of the whole Christian narrative. And the specialness. Oh, the specialness. Exactly. God didn't bring them out. No. You're the one hearing this message. It's special for you. The journalist said that the online class leader, because I guess they just were watching videos of it, Mm -hmm. although they plunked down their money, stressed the need to leave, quote, counterfeit churches Oh. And false teachers, and that you've been lied to all your life. So you can see where Shamblin starts planting the seed of, yeah, come, come my way, W E I G H D. Yeah, they're lying
1: to you. We couldn't be.
0: No, no. We're the ones that are going to set everything straight right. for we're you. We're the ones who know. Yeah. Okay, and that it, it ends up, like you said, people start feeling that unless they repent of gluttony, right. which you and I call eating, um, <laughs> that the philosophy seems to say you're gonna be doomed to hell. like you you're doing, of course, the big sin. She got a lot of criticism, obviously, like we talked last time for saying the Trinity didn't exist. So after that, her publisher, because there was such upheaval and people didn't like what was happening, canceled her third book that was supposed to come out. Mm -hmm. I I guess she went to another publisher because she still has a bunch out there. (laughs) And she said, I feel like God has placed me as the go-to person, a kind of Pioneer. Mm -hmm. I hate that already. They're always going to be attacks on me. You know, they killed Jesus, they killed Peter, they killed Paul. What they tried to do is kill my reputation. So I love when people place themselves up with, you know, these people that you ain't never going to touch. I just, if there is a heaven, I want to see the scene where Jesus and Peter and Paul are sitting around talking and she walks up.
1: Right. You know, and it's like persecuted also. (laughs) Right. Hello. Hello. But you talk a lot about that as part of the Christian culture on TikTok. About if you're persecuted, that means you're doing something right. That means you're special.
0: It's such a fucking I hate. Absolutely hate the no accountability, no criticism Mm -hmm. situation with all of it. But now we're going to get into more of the personal life, more of some crazy stuff, some of the stuff off the documentary. You're good at painting that picture. So
1: go ahead, Bonnie. Well, let's not forget in this part, too, that there is the hair. (laughs) <laughs> and it's still there <laughs> and the hair started shoulder length with just a little bit of a swoop up and then it started swooping to the side and then it just it grew in height and I love as they're showing all of this you know all of the pictures of her throughout the different years just higher and higher um so please let's not forget
0: that the hair is too really, big to fit into one episode it, yeah,
1: it is. And, and one of the, one of the things that I'm uh, actually kind of disappointed about uh, with this documentary, they only reference the hair once and they have somebody who used to be a member talking in a snarky way about the hair. And they said, uh, the, the person said, so was the hair never brought up? And they're like, Oh no, you didn't ever talk about the hair. <laughs> So, um, I, and I suspect that that's part of what it's like to be in Trump's world. Exactly. You just, you go, oh, that's the hair. And you just mm-hmm. don't talk about it. You got to oh. leave
0: it alone. And I bet, I mean, she was obviously short too. There, there's something about like predators and, and animals <laughs> that would make themselves appear bigger. Right. Yeah. To, you know, feel that they had more power.
1: Yeah. It's power um, hair. It's power hair. Um, I had a colleague who I worked with and he was balding. This is years ago. And he had a little piece right here that was like the shape of an and egg. It, it was just like a dreadlock. It was one little area. tiny dread. Yep. Oh. But a circle. And it was just known all over. Like, don't mention the hair. Like, oh, okay. Yet people think it's totally fine to come up to me and smooth my hair down when it frizzes up because Mm -hmm. of the humidity and like this is like touching a pregnant lady's stomach don't don't smooth my hair down (laughs) oh who are these people anyway um when the plane went down that killed gwen it also killed her husband Mm -hmm. and his name was joe lara so they were relatively newlyweds, I suppose. The plane mm-hmm. went down in 21. They had just been married in 2018. So here's a little bit of information on Joe. First okay. of all, they're uh, they're eight years apart in age. She's eight years older than he is. Okay. And that's not... I don't think of that as being a lot, but... When you're at the age that she was versus him, usually guys like that will somehow end up with ladies who are slightly younger. Mm-hmm. So she was 66 when she passed away, and he was 58. And so,
0: once people understand who he was, I think they'll understand what you're trying to say with
1: that. Well, aren't you saying it in a nice way? It's because it's yes. going to be kind of snarky. <laughs> I'm um. holy. <laughs> so... They, uh, so this is, this is relatively recent that they got married. So backing up, Joe grew up in California. He was an acting student Mm -hmm. and he was one of those guys who, um, for instance, uh, when he was in acting school, he moved into the house of this woman in acting class who was like a sugar mama. And this is back in the days when he was in his 20s, I think it right. is. Um, so this sugar mama happened to be in her 50s, but she was supporting him. Okay. So, so she would pay for the acting classes. Um, she bought him a Harley. Yeah. <laughs> so I bring up the Harley thing. I'm sure she got him other things because... They also indicated that when something went awry with the relationship, not only did she kick him out of her house, but she lit the Harley on fire. Oh. So I guess it's like. How do you even do that? (laughs) I know, but I guess it's also one of those things where I bought it. I'm going to set fire (laughs) to. Yeah. Get out. Um, Okay, so. Apparently, he was one of these guys who was, like, standoffish, and that maybe is what made him a little bit more attractive, eye roll. Um, he he gained a little bit of fame with a TV movie playing the role of Tarzan. Right. So, so he's shirtless <laughs> and oiled
0: up. and And long-haired. Yes. Yeah, so let's, you know— Discussed that he was very, to me, he reminded me of the guys who people didn't really like in high school. He wasn't super popular, but he did have some looks and he knew it. And he was like, You know who's really going to love this? Everyone. I'm going to go to Hollywood and they're going to put me in things. Right. For my looks, and everyone hates my jackass personality, but <laughs> I don't notice that.
1: Well, I think that he's also one of those types who I, I this this phrase has been in my brain for some odd years now. Like he used what he got to get whatever he ain't got. Mm-hmm. Salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. So he went to acting school. So then there's kind of for me, it was it's like, oh, record scratch. He got together with this girlfriend and they lived together for a while. And guess what? She supported him. What? And they lived together for a while. And then then they broke up and she was like done with him because mm-hmm. he was kind of a ladies' man. Whatever. Right. So years later. He contacts her and she agrees to see him again. So then they get back enough together to uh, have a baby. Mm-hmm. They are not married. Yeah, All this right. is this is in
0: that N- is NJD. This is Hollywood. This is, that's when you when you moved there, Bonnie. I knew I'd lost you. That's right. This is NWJD.
1: Not what Jesus would do. <laughs> so. So the girlfriend, I love it when she's telling about him. She very seriously says that um, he likes to avoid paying bills, which you can see that from <laughs> the sugar a nice mama way. story, right? <laughs> he likes to avoid paying bills, but do what he likes to do, including his hobbies like flying. And falconry. Falconry. <laughs> I
0: saw the falconry, and I am not laughing at the falconry, except that it's just out of left field, and out of left field for this guy. Like, it, it's obviously... <laughs> A day of looking in the mirror and then going to the Falcon Reserve <laughs> and putting uh, the big leather thing on your the forearm. Glow. Like,
1: come on. <laughs> it's land called on a gauntlet. What?
0: <laughs> it's called a gauntlet. Is it? Yes, that's why we had that because our high school mascot was Falcons. And so our yearbook was the
1: gauntlet. So the yearbook was just the leather thing that you put on your arm to allow them to land? Yes, they just looked up everything oh. about Falcons and picked words. I know. The, the yeah. newspaper was called The Talon. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So Joe calls this lady, they get back together, had a baby, and then guess where he decided he wanted to go move to? Nashville. You know why? Mm. Oh, perhaps I should try a country music career.
0: Okay. I so know this guy. You know what I mean? Just because yeah, they all
1: over your neighborhood, yes. probably.
0: The whole like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. I have a lot of talents. Right. I I was successful here, and so yeah. I'm really wondering why the next decade I'm not. It cannot be because I was not good in it.
1: Right. It, it could must not be. be.
0: <laughs> something else. So
1: yeah. Oh man. So I think it's also fascinating where there are just a few of these towns where you can go and go, I'm going to go to Los Angeles and, and throw my hat in and see if I can be an actor. I'm going right. to go to Nashville and throw my hat in and see if I can make country music. Like What other towns are there like that where you go and maybe if the right stars align, you get lucky and you right. thrive. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. go to New York and go, I'm going to try my hand at the stock market because, well, you got to go through classes. And, you know, if you yeah. really want to be a stock worker, there are these tests you have to pass. Yeah. So you have <laughs> to mean, know you math. Could,
0: you could go for Broadway. Um, yeah. I think there are ones. You can go to Las Vegas if you want to be a dancer. But you have you to have a You can go to Utah if you
1: want to have <laughs> wives. There are places. Wives. <laughs> uh, um, oh, maybe like uh, New York, I want to be a model. So I'm going to go to New York and just see if I can walk around and have people look at That's me. That's why I maybe. avoided it. I wasn't right. ready for that attention. It was tough, I got to tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> it was exhausting. Okay, so... So at this point, the girlfriend is, you know, she's jaded, not jaded enough, but she's been around him enough to know that he's kind of full of shit. And so right. she, she says, okay, I, uh, I'm going to give you until our daughter has to go to school, and if you don't make it in country music by then, we're going to move to Chicago and be grown ups because I've got family and a support system there, and that's what's happening if you don't you know find your lucky break so well, she
0: moved with them they
1: moved they moved to, to Nashville. Nashville as a
0: unit okay mm-hmm.
1: um well. So, so, at the time when they were like, "Okay, time's up on your music career efforts," he did not want to leave. So he files a report against the mother of the child, saying that she sexually abused their daughter. Oh, shit. so. He knows that you know if you do something like that, everything can get tangled up in the court system, and mm. they're not going to let her leave because she's going to be there fighting for custody of this child. What a dickhead! I know. Um, eventually, they determined that he was
0: lying, so because they saw the because pic- they saw the pictures of him doing falconry, and they were <laughs> like this. <laughs> We're not listening to this guy <laughs> or they listen to his country music
1: either uh, or way that well uh he uh, got work as a handyman ended up doing work for the church the remnant fellowship church met Gwen and he was like oh this church has a recording studio and decides uh-huh. This is a place for me. Hey, do you want to date and let's get married?
0: Oh my um, god! So had he broken up with the, the baby mama? Well, I guess if he reported her for sexual I, I abuse, there so. might. <laughs> I
1: want to. What is it? Possibly <laughs> gone
0: in their opposite directions.
1: Um, well, I'm taking the gauntlet. <laughs> so, so yeah. So in 2018, that's when they got married. Um, Gwen and Gwen and, and, Joe. and Joe, and you wanted to talk about the wedding because I thought the wedding dress was super pretty. Listen, <laughs> you had a beautiful skirt. It was like a purity ball dress. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the the. Everyone kept saying, you guys got to watch the wedding. Now, they made a video that was very convenient because it was clipped and edited together into like a six-minute wedding promo video <laughs> where you're just getting <laughs> right. the highlights. And it is ridiculously overdone. Everyone's dressed in white and little kids look like little cult fairies. Um and of course, then Joe is like you're my everything, or whatever the hell. And and he looks like an aging movie star. I mean, he's yeah. dying his hair, obviously, yes. at this point. Um, her hair is where we've already talked She's about dying it. her hair. <laughs> so it, it is dead. Uh, and then it shows them at the reception. Mm -hmm. And how tiny she is. And that's when they do some of the Jewish stuff where they throw them in the air on the chairs and and do all that. But it is so over the top. And this, no one can look at that and go, this is not weird. Like, it's
1: weird. I think also this is a great Uh, This is a great time to mention how she's kind of thrown Jesus under the bus a little bit and gone with God because there's no humility in this wedding that Jesus would want you to have. It's vanity out the
0: yazoo, and mm-hmm. I don't know how much it costs, but of course, you're going to have a lot of people who are doing things for free, making the food, doing her hair, probably yeah. got her dress,
1: you know, who knows? Oh, and don't forget, I mean, somebody had mentioned like they were always dressing the kids in the congregation with all these frilly white outfits and lacy stuff. So yeah, they, I guess they always looked like little made. <laughs> no, little, that, uh, that's it. Yeah. Little what were they called? What were they called? Fruit girls. No, flower girls.
0: (laughs) All the fruit girls were there.
1: So they always looked like they were just off of a fresh first communion from, from some kind of Catholic church. Now, was this the thing where
0: people said there was no one there for Joe? Like there. Oh, I don't know. Is that what I'm remembering? I think that I saw that somewhere. And I like the way you're feeling sorry that his Falcon buddies couldn't make it out. (laughs) But I think, you know, I think he had obviously, people knew what was up with that guy by then. And they're like,
1: I'm not going to that thing. But the, I mean, but she found somebody to totally be on her wavelength and they started recording TV show kind of things together or webcasts, mm-hmm. whatever it was, even though he didn't know anything about the Bible, no, he, he followed her lead and acted like it. And that's what I have to, I, I, I easily forget like, Oh, acted. Cause mm-hmm. he has acting training. Yep. He's just, he's playing the part. And you can, I mean, you can see
0: right through it, and it's sad that she had no godly discernment to tell that this guy was using her. I mean, he's just, it's so obvious. He's such a grifter.
1: But at the same time, like, well, she used him, you know? So maybe those his two body? like, his body. Um. So... Maybe it was just like, here's the exchange. You give me this, I'll give you this. You can have as much access to the recording studio (laughs) as you need to do a cover of a Michael Buble song. Um, (laughs) On the heels of the wedding, it's beautiful, yada, yada, over the top. And then it's like, to me, it was record scratch. In the documentary, they're talking to a cult removal expert and he just casually brings up, oh yeah, Gwen has a husband of 40 years we've never heard of. <laughs> like 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. Married to this I mean, guy.
0: Where'd then children come from? That's right. Yeah. So she was married to a guy named David Shamblin. That's where she got the last name. And he was actually the CEO of the whole way down ministries stuff. However. <laughs> However, (laughs) However, after she established Remnant Fellowship Church, like he didn't even go to services. He didn't go to any of their festivals. He didn't go to any of the large events. And there are a few people that say they think they know why. Uh, Certain people say because he didn't fit the look. He was a little overweight, and they think it was all about optics. Other people say... I think he went to seminary or had some kind of understanding of things, and he didn't like where she was going with the ministry. First of all, she's a woman leading a church, which was not in his Church of Christ, you know, arena, and then the whole Trinity thing. So, who knows? He's never been heard of. He's probably very smart to stay out of the limelight. Uh, He has a master's in divinity. That, that, yeah. Yeah. So here's the other thing. So as we've said, the fruit children, the way they dress (laughs) is to denote purity. They are very into purity, purity culture, not sinning, following all the rules. Because, of course, if they were more, you know it's okay, God loves you, there's forgiveness all the time, then they wouldn't have such a tight hold on the congregation and and all that. So they were very obviously against divorce and against remarriage. It changed. Yeah, She began to say, you know, okay, God does allow for divorce and remarriage. Now, there are things in the Bible, like if— Certain things happen; it's okay. But she says God Himself divorced divorced Israel, His bride, because <laughs> she loved the Jewish stuff for her unfaithfulness. And God uses the term ad- adultery, but this was adultery of
1: the heart. Oh. Um yeah, this was like spiritual cheating. Now, what do they call that when they say like um, that you have backtracking. like tracking? Hypocrisy. (laughs) When you have, um, like, uh, you mentally cheat. You don't physically cheat, but you...
0: Yeah. I think emotional affair. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think she was even insinuating that. You know, I I think... I think what she's insinuating is they didn't like each other anymore. (laughs) But she talks about, you know, oh, you know, the whole divorce thing. Man's the one that distorted the scriptures and leaving people in burdensome situations uh, and shaming those who have been oppressed, and that's not the intent of God. When God divorced Israel, he then remarried, mm. creating a new covenant and a forever faithful Bible. So, you know, <laughs> she's just painting herself into all these little things that fit her. Confirmation bias, heard it before. Uh, so that allowed her to, to get rid of David and to envelop Tarzan. <laughs>
1: Well, and and like you were saying, if, if she goes with the, hey, listen, God's telling me what's what, you can't question me, then she can make up whatever rules she wants. Exactly. Hello? Yep. <laughs> God told me, fill in the blank, well, God told her a lot of stuff.
0: And maybe David said, your hair, is that how you're <laughs> going to wear it? And that was it. She was <laughs> like, you're
1: done. You're done. Yes, this is. Oh, I'm going to wear. It.
0: <laughs> but obviously, she had kids with David. Grown ones. <laughs> they weren't born grown, but yes, they <laughs> grew up. It was but with was a forty-year-old marriage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it just one girl and one boy? Yep, they had a girl and a boy, okay. and and they are like. Considered the second in command in that church, so Which that
0: shows you it's a cult right there.
1: Yeah, because you've got to keep it within the family mm-hmm. to keep the power going. So, and, and it's such a small business mentality. Like, oh yeah, right. well, don't even think you're going to infiltrate the business because this is immediately getting passed down to the kids. Right, Um, Jerry Falwell Jr., you know, it's all, yeah. Yeah, what's the other one that we don't like? Franklin Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's all about the kids might not be the best people for the job, but we don't care. But damn it.
1: (laughs) Right. So, um, although, kind of, one of them didn't like it, but so much. So there was the daughter, she was married to... the son-in-law and his last name was Hannah. And he was also in the plane crash that went down. Um, And the daughter, God love her. She had a baby. The baby passed away. This is the one that I was talking about before when the baby dies, they just didn't even talk about it because they, it was viewed as some kind of like an unpleasantness and somehow it was a sign that God wasn't pleased with something in the church. So right. much so that they figured, well, okay, it can't be our fault. So they started interviewing people in the church. So crazy.
0: I know. To be like, what was your sin? Because you obviously had part. Yeah.
1: And it, it was were- all about judgment. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they interviewed the members saying, all right, why is God bringing this on us? Um, it's got to be somebody. Uh, so then the daughter... She looked very healthy before, but then she dropped down to, like you were saying, like the super anorexic weight. And I don't know. And looked
0: very sad. Like you could see a total change in the way she looked, which you would with just your kid passing away. but Just that alone, yeah. Right. Relating it to everything else and all that was going on. Look, and, yeah, and look having sad a and terrible.
1: Who, yeah, and having a mom who created a church and a belief out of the thinner you are. So it's like, okay, pray, okay, pray. So if she's spending all this time praying and trying to get right with God, it, it only goes hand in hand that right. not eating would be in there. And the mind fuck of once the mother
0: dies in a plane crash, what w- what does that mean as far as God's judgment? Like how do I process that? Who is doing something wrong? Do I have yeah, how people do you process in process that? Yeah. Are there people in the church that this is why we're being spiritually attacked? Do I know these people? You know, just all of that must be unbearable. But when we're talking, you just got me to think, I have another idea why they pass it on to their kids because they don't want anyone else opening the books, opening, <laughs> you know, being able to see some of the stuff that has been hidden that the family will never report to any authorities that they know of, you know. Um, it's just
1: like what we saw in Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that... Is I why that's every, our religion. I learn everything I know from television episodes. <laughs> but God, and what you were just saying about that made me think: oh, it's so much like the Trump organization. Mm-hmm. Um, like, why not keep it? the kids inheriting it all? They're not going to rat you out. Yeah, that's and, totally. Uh-huh, and that was uh-huh. a big that was a big thing in the church: the whole being ratted out thing. Mm-hmm. was huge which we'll mention very soon. Uh her son also, Michael, um he tried to leave the church a few times. He was like the music minister guy. Um
0: and I think I think he was into music and they were yeah. like let's keep him happy.
1: Yeah, and he wrote songs for the church but they were actually protest songs <laughs> against the church. Um Oh, and then apparently he had been fooling around. That's so. A- what I
0: like—that was the one thing that I'm like. Oh, let's get in the car because supposedly he'd been fooling around with a couple of the waitresses at Jay Alexander's that we eat at, and I'm like, oh. I want to go and I want to be like. So do you know Michael Chandler? <laughs> like, who was the one? <laughs>
1: oh God. Um, so. Uh, So that was the kids. And then uh, just another broad stroke of explanation about the church. Um, They had had all of these people who were members and they were very self-contained. Like they had doctors who went to the church and would see the congregants. They had Mm -hmm. hairstylists. Uh, There was one woman talking (laughs) about how she's a piano teacher. And if she had ever left the church, boom, there went all her students and all her money. So they had all of these lovely ways Uh, to figure out how to keep you in the fold. Interesting. So
0: I didn't know till people told me on social media that they also had different people living in the same houses. And that had to do with people who would move to the area to be part of the church. There would be, like, houses where they could stay for a while with other families until they found
1: their own. So, yeah. That's very cult-like. Very. Absolutely. Um, So the other other topic that I thought was really interesting was how— the children in the church were supposed to be extremely obedient um there was a very strict line of authority that you had to follow it was like children could be i want to say it in the funny way children could be bossed around by a kid who was 2 years their elder right right um, yeah so then on the, and there's this great video of Gwen going, okay, if you want to get to Jesus with your prayer, you've got to go through the chain of authority. And that's like your boss, your parents, if you're a woman, you have to go through your husband. And I was like, oh, but, 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 but. so very much again with the whole husbands are the boss of things. Yeah. Um, and then there's Except the church. But yeah, yeah. Oh, then there are church leaders, and then there's Jesus. See, she got up there. She got up at the top somehow. Interesting. <laughs> somehow, um, obedient kids are a sign that God is doing the right thing in the church. Um, and then that leads into the whole idea that there was a murder trial. Do we want to talk so about the murder trial next?
0: We will do that briefly. And here is your trigger warning. It involves children, and discipline. So skip forward if you're not into this.
1: Yeah, and it'll be brief, but there was this man and his wife, and they had a baby, and the baby died of SIDS, and they were not fantastic at parenting the kids, and I guess Gwen was like, they said that she was the only one allowed to give them advice. So 11 weeks after the baby died of SIDS, their older son died, and um, maybe we don't even talk about the gruesomeness of how it would happen, but ultimately, there was a trial. They were put on the stand, and they, they got accused of murdering their kid right. um, from abuse. And then what they were hauling out was how the church paid for the, um, for the bail,
0: and right. the church paid yes.
1: for um, the the lawyer. Fees. The lawyer, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, and then there was one guy who was one of the leaders of the church talking to the press, and he was doing that thing where the self righteous smirk on his face. It was just uh, I just wanted to lop his head off. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't use and that I mean, smirky thing.
0: And that was the that was stupid of the church to put themselves in the visual way of this whole situation that was going on you know they could have easily been like oh that is not good but yeah put it
1: doing the bail and all that and paying for stuff Part of the murder investigation included getting a search warrant to go to the church. When they go to the church, they found that things were incredibly well documented and everything was recorded. So they even found a recording of a taped conversation between Gwen and the mother where she's advising her of how to use... Uh, you know, the disciplinarian tactics that they were using. And the mother says to her at one point that she was so pleased she took her advice. She had locked the kid in a bedroom for three days, took all of his stuff out, but left him with a Bible. And that that (laughs) seemed to be working.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like solitary confinement does yeah. a really big fuck up
1: to prisoners. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're back to the funny stuff. Hopefully, <laughs> good. But serious shit was happening. So, um, on this, uh, you know, as I'm pausing on the documentary, they show the bail slip, and it shows mm-hmm. the address where these people lived. The ones who were abusing the son. Oh, so of course I look it up. So, of course, I look it up on (laughs) (laughs) Realtor.com. So you can see the picture of the house, and it's been renovated. And keep in mind, they had one kid. This is in Atlanta. It wasn't the Nashville version of the church. Right, right. Or it's outside of Atlanta. So keep in mind, they had one child die of SIDS. The other, they were convicted, life sentence, of murdering their son. Okay, so this is what somebody puts on the description of the house when they put it up for sale. Wow, wow. And did we say wow? This is currently the best steal in Mableton. Where else can you find a five-bedroom, three-bath, fully renovated home with a two-car garage for under $90,000? Can you imagine? And I pray, whatever, not pray, but I hope to hell that the realtor didn't know that this horrible thing happened at this house.
0: You have to tell people if you know as a realtor. Is that true? You don't. Is that by
1: state? You don't. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, It's if, I don't know what states or what, but here in Florida is if it materially affects the house, you don't have to say anything. I think if you ask, you have to tell. Right. But this is the part that just sickened me. I pray that the realtor didn't know. Yeah. But at the same time, like, really? How do you list a house and not know why it's the best steal in Mabledon
0: huh, Mableton. Anyway. I mean,
1: yeah, money, who knows? Yeah. Um, so then you find out the, the church has got crazy levels of control over the people who are members. So much mm-hmm. like you can't take a trip without consulting one of the church leaders you can't have your family come to visit without asking see there we go yeah that's that culty cult yep going to a funeral you have to have church permission um anyway it's it's yeah all of the little bits about the cult were fantastically interesting to me because I really just thought it was a church at first I think
0: that's what everyone thought and I didn't know. I mean, I knew that it was weird and all that and people would call it a cult before, but I didn't know there are lots of culty light churches, mm-hmm. um, or cult light LITE churches that you're like, yeah, that's screwy, but this one really was isolating people and controlling. Yeah, very isolated to control. I mean, they're all probably weak from a lack of
1: protein and carbs. (laughs) Probably. There was another story about a woman and she was taking antidepressant medication. She went off the meds and then went and gave her big testimony, like, look at me, I'm off my meds. And it was only a month and a half or so after. So it didn't stick. She checked herself into some kind of facility. They put her into a mental institution. Her husband consulted the people at the church, and they said to tell her, uh, well, this is what's going to happen if you disobey your husband. You're going to, I know, you're going to live hell here on earth And (sighs) because she had a very uh, stressful time in this facility with a roommate who really had some severe mental problems. Right. Um, So this just, this cracks me up. So it's loophole religion. She talks to the husband. He says, all right, you can keep taking your (laughs) antidepressants, but don't let me see you do it. So that if the church leaders ask me, I can say, I don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah. Nice loophole. Hey,
0: I watch all the crime shows where they're like, mom, I'm not going to tell you. That way you'll never be convicted as I run away. Right. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Right. I'm looking at you Brian Laundry. Okay. <laughs> um the last little bit that I wanted to tell you about was the family who have a daughter who they feel like they've lost her to a cult and she's marrying into somebody who's really part of this church, the Remnant Fellowship. Uh-huh. So they showed The invitation to their wedding, and it said, please join us on May 29th, yada, yada. And I realized that's the same day that the plane crashed. Oh. And when they said, oh, well, our daughter called us, and we said, we're not going to go to the wedding if Gwen is officiating. And if it's at the remnant church. So the daughter calls and says, okay, so Gwen's not officiating anymore. And we're going to have it at a different venue. And so the dad says, okay, fine. We'll go to the wedding. I'll give you away. And then what occurred to me was, oh my gosh, they didn't decide that Gwen wasn't going to officiate. Gwen canceled on them. That's my guess. Right, right. Because if she had to get on a plane. Yeah. uh, So- this poor guy. He goes to the daughter's wedding, but it wasn't anything to do with the daughter. And did the daughter feel like she was cheated because Gwen decided she was going to fly down to Florida instead of a her wedding? And be
0: totally inconvenient. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I mean the whole the whole concept that like all the weddings would be done in the church and that Gwen would officiate and be part of them. Like everything, yeah, happens in the little bubble, which is absolutely fucking insane. And it is really sad that people, you know, lose their kids to this. I remember when I started getting into the whole charismatic movement, you know, my parents were good Christians, but they were Southern Baptists and didn't believe in, you know, the different supernatural stuff that I began to believe in. So I thought, you know, I ended up saying so many stupid things to them about stories I heard or miraculous things I, quote, knew of as a way of my parents are so, their eyes are blind and my eyes are open. So I want to try and get them to understand this And make their lives better, make them better Christians. And that's the tactics that were used, except take out the communication. You know, you no longer have anything in common with people who have their eyes closed. Yeah. Even if they're Christian. So it's better for you just to hang around us and we'll be your family. And we're going to throw you a wedding that you probably couldn't afford or have otherwise.
1: Yeah, it's going to be over the top.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, I wonder if they had to pay for those and pay for all the dresses or if it was like the cults we've covered before where all the people in the church start making the wedding dresses and stuff. Right, and
1: all of the people who they've gathered around to be providers of, you know, I don't know, dental work. That doesn't have anything (laughs) to do with a wedding. Uh uh, Make me a grill for my wedding.
0: Well, I'm fascinated. I really want to see what happens now, now that she's passed. I know that the kids are in charge. Um, but the daughter. The daughter. I mm-hmm. mean, the one-two punches that came to the daughter with her child dying and then her mother dying. So the plane, from what we know, it it isn't The FBI or the TBI, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, feel that Joe Lara was the one that was flying the plane, although he didn't have, you know, all the stuff and experience he should have had. Uh, But they can't say for sure who was flying the plane. But I think there were two other couples on it who lost their lives, and they were leaders in the church. And, I mean, that could leave big holes in the understanding of how to run everything. So I'm sure there was a lot of scrambling. And then here comes the HBO show. It's yeah. telling all the community around them, look at what is happening mm-hmm. right there in your neighborhood. Uh, and of course, like you said, the churches are all over the states. They're in Atlanta. They're overseas. So everyone now is finding out about it. And I hope to God that That nothing happens bad to any of these people as far as,
1: yeah. And the parents lost the girl to the wedding (laughs) of the member of the church. They're open to helping people who are ready to hear that maybe it's more than just a church. And they're ready to help them if they want to get out. Yeah, which I think is
0: great. Because they can't get their daughter out. So, Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm saying this to you as though it's not, but can you imagine having it down the street from you and go, oh, that's the church that it's apparently the cult. Right, but, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> these people have to go and interact with the world. I know. I How do know. they go do that after this comes out? That's what
0: I wanted to go see, but those men made me turn
1: around. <laughs>
0: now, I don't think they meet on Sunday mornings. I think they're like a Saturday night church, actually. So I don't know what's up with that. Um, and That I, would make sense if they
1: love the whole Jewish traditions. Damn them. I hate that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I would be curious as... You know, you can drive by there anytime you want.
0: Can't you I pretend? do, because there's a good Mexican restaurant there, and then we were on our way to McKay's to drop off something. Um, yeah, and I can pretend. Maybe I can floof my hair, get a little <laughs> outfit, find some fruit kids, and, you know, walk by and see if they're like, oh, hey. You know, and people are embarrassed that they don't recognize you but they don't really
1: know you and I can pull that off. Um, Maybe you could find out when they have services and then just casually be driving down the road and see where some of the cars go. And like if it's to an Applebee's, you might just swing into the Applebee's and get an apple. Well, remember, they had that whole big house
0: that they could do events at that I guess she lived in. right? I think they had like, food, you know, you can just, like, have a restaurant in there. But I will do that. I will get back to you. Um, We talked about that the whole HBO special was when she was alive, and now that everything has crumbled, we're going to see new episodes, and that's where I'm fascinated because, they're also going to have the opportunity to have so many more ex-members who have yeah. seen the footage and been like, oh, wait, I, I'll tell you some shit. Um, so they're going to have gonna those out in January, I think it said. Right. Yeah. I will be waiting by my computer, which I never leave anyway. So see, again, we should just start a cult. You can do your hair the way you've always wanted. I know. Well, thanks for listening. Exactly. We could do 50 more on this church. It's crazy. I know.
1: And it really upsets me that they get to call themselves a church
0: and and not pay taxes. (laughs) Exactly. And the whole idea of the way down is, of course, now very uh, terrible since they went from the air and plunged into Percy Priest Lake, so the way down. And then also the remnant Which is the few remaining, and it's getting fewer and fewer. Yeah. It's just, wow. It's, yeah. Um, The good news, the good news is that the the woman who was fighting for custody for her child to move to Chicago, well, there's no more fight. Right. Right. Because he died.
1: Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. How much she wasn't even allowed to tell her child what to do. Yeah. Yeah. When when they were when it was when she was staying with Joe. Yeah. And Gwen. Total
0: mind control fuckery. Well, all thank right. you guys for listening. I hope you all win Saints Candles. And you know that you can always go to our website, deconversion therapy and send us your funny true stories. A few people said that they visited the church or know people at the church and they were gonna write in to us. Also, there were people who always have suggestions for other things we should make shows about. So there's a form for that, too.
1: Yeah, this, this was very interesting. So I'm not happy that we keep having material to deal with. We have
0: so much but, all the time. But oh. it teaches us so much, too. We know so much. <laughs> yes.
1: It's crazy. Anyway, it, it just shocked the hell out of me. Same here. Couldn't Same believe here. it. had no idea. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And we will catch you next week.
0: Adios. Bye-bye. Shalom again.